One hand speaks. Onegashimas. Okay, here we go, my friends. Podcast number 146. And this one is... This one is... Well, it's about my earning my next rank level in Aikido. Yes, I've been doing Aikido for quite some time, since 1997. And for 10 years, I actually lived in my dojo and taught at my full-time professional school called Three Shapes Aikido. Reshape your life, Three Shapes Aikido. And then... Well, then the economy crashed 2009, and uh, my mom got really sick, so basically closed my dojo on the advice of a number of my senseis, but it was really Hiroshi Ikeda sensei who told me when I was trying to figure out what to do, he said, hey Alejandro, do you want to know what it means to be a good student to me, what I think a good student is, and do you want me to tell you what I think a a good student you being a good student means and of course I said yes and he said well Alejandro then you must close your dojo you must take care of your mother mother is most important person such great grand advice from my sensei in the bigger scheme of the martial arts's life and uh, I was pretty close to my next rank at that point, but things shifted and it took me about eight years to get back to Aikido, probably seven and a half in all due fairness. But I did come back and um, now been teaching a little bit, don't have my own school, well, not dedicated space, we just rent space, and been training a little more. It's been great to get back into the Aikido scene, I must say. I forgot how much I actually loved, and enjoyed Aikido. And now that I'm back, it's been great. It's been really great. I'm part of the Aikido Shimboku Kai Aikido affiliation. Ikeda Sensei is part of that. And I do spend a little bit of time in San Diego training at GI Aikido. And it's been really great. It's been great. I actually have class here. Right after this podcast, I'm going to run out and go teach class, and we have some people coming up for training and testing, but it seems January 12th, not that long ago, actually, I earned my next rank. Now, Lisa Tomalone, Sensei, Sixth Degree Black Belt, she she's head of our affiliation, and my direct teacher asked me, I don't know, about a year ago if I'd be interested in earning my next rank, and and then she asked me if I wanted to test or just get promoted. (laughs) And uh, it is really an honor to just be promoted, but I was very specific, and I said, I want to do a fourth-degree black belt test. That's my next rank. I This year, January 12th, I earned fourth-degree black belt. Wow. Fourth. Yandan. Yandan. (laughs) And now that I am a fourth degree black belt in Aikido, seventh degree black belt doesn't seem that far away. But I did lose seven years of training, so we'll see. We'll see. And I was talking to Tomalone Sensei, Lisa Sensei, and I said, you know, what I really want to do is take an exam, some kind of demonstration. I want to show 
my level of fourth degree black belt, what that means to me, and, and somewhat what is expected. Um, typically, second degree black belt is, you know, kind of the end of your technical learning. Not that you don't stop learning, but, you know, at that point, you know a lot of technique. Third degree black belt has a lot of newer technique, but really starting to internalize. And fourth degree black belt really is about, for me and what I've heard from teachers like Tija Bell Sensei, Hiroshi Ikeda, Tomalone Sensei, and even Michael Michael Friedel Sensei, who now runs the Aikido, uh, the California Aikido Association Division Two, um, really about like how you internalize it, how you make it yours, how your Aikido is a reflection of you. So I was very excited to take my exam and or demonstration. And then one day, lo and behold, Lisa Tomaloni calls me up. I believe the date was, could have been January 9th, maybe even a little bit sooner, uh, and told me that I've been promoted. My application to Aikido World Headquarters in Japan has been accepted, and I now hold the rank of fourth-degree black belt. And uh, it's been great. You know, it's it, it's really special for the dojo and it's special for everyone that I've trained with and everybody that I've learned from and learned with just coming up in the martial arts. You know, it has been 23 years and uh, it's a milestone. It really is. Fourth degree black belt's a milestone. I got to tell you, um, I worked real hard for my first degree black belt test, worked real hard for that, put on a great exam. And then second-degree black belt, I was simply promoted. That's what I mean. Sometimes it's just a promotion. Francis Takahashi Shihan, at that time seventh-degree black belt, promoted me to second-degree black belt. And he, when I said thank you, he said, you know, Alejandro, I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing it for Aikido because Aikido needs more people like you. Wow. But then I took a really I took a, a great third-degree black belt test with Hiroshi Ikeda-sensei out at uh, Westside Aikido, Aikido West, out in uh, Darren McKee's dojo out in Seattle. Had a great time there. Really enjoyed going to that dojo and testing for third-degree black belt. And now a promotion to fourth-degree black belt. So I guess it's my odd numbers. I'll be looking forward to fifth-degree black belt, which is basically five years down the road. Um, Yeah, 2025, I should be eligible for that. So hopefully... I keep uh, keep training, keep teaching, and uh, bring some more people up. I've been very fortunate. In ten, the first 10 years I ran my school, I brought seven people to black belt. And uh, five of them were teenagers. And my first black belt, Erin Hardy. Erin, <laughs> very dear to my heart. She earned—she's my first black belt as a 17-year-old girl. And that, for me, that means a lot. And I've been very fortunate to get— Seven people to black belt. Hopefully I get my next student, David Zerker, up to Nidon this year. We'd like to see that happen. And, you know, I am ecstatic. I am so honored and privileged, and it is such. it means so much to me to earn the rank of fourth-degree black belt. It's really a milestone. I, uh, I, I, I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm speechless, yeah. And I still want to do a demonstration. I'm, I might do a demonstration at at uh, GI Kido. They don't know that yet, but I'm just throwing it out there because I don't really know who listens to this podcast. It gets around in some funny, funny ways. And uh, 
you know, I want to train more. I want to, I want to be more healthy and I, I want to get after it. And, and, uh, I really want fourth degree black belt demonstration to mean something. I want every exam to mean something, but I don't have two hands. And to be a professional teacher for 10 years in Aikido with one hand and to promote seven people to black belt, that means a lot. And that is a lot because as a student, you have to be able to look through certain things to take me as a teacher. And then it's important to understand that I teach an Aikido I don't necessarily embody physically. I teach two-handed Aikido, but I live one-handed Aikido. My personal Aikido is very different. When I earned third-degree black belt, Ikeda-sensei said, Alejandro, what I want to see from you is, because I asked him, he said, oh, Alejandro, are you coming to the seminar in Seattle with Darren McKee-sensei? I said, oh, yes, yeah, sensei, I'll be there. He said, good, because you're testing for third-degree black belt. Probably had, I don't know, a month and a half, two months to get ready. And I said, I asked, Sensei, what do you want to see? He said, I want to see I, you, I want to see your Aikido internalized. Like, I want to see you internalize your Aikido. I want to see it in your body. And then I've been asking a lot about fourth degree black belt. And, uh, you know, a lot of it, from what I've heard and what I understand and what I see, is, is really about how well I start to express Aikido. And in, and in a very real way, I cannot help but have a certain expression and style of Aikido because I don't have two hands. And that's a real benefit. Um, Tissier Sensei is aware of that. Uh, Hiroshi Ikeda Sensei has brought that up. I've had a couple conversations with Nado, <laughs> Nado Sensei about all of that. And um, yeah. I really want to show, I want to express my my Aikido. What is my Aikido? My Aikido is one-handed Aikido. One hand speaks, one-handed Aikido. And how I do techniques, how I do weapons, how I internalize, how I adapt, how I turn this perceived limitation into unlimited Aikido power. And that means a lot to me because fourth degree black belt is definitely a milestone. And I want that to be understood that I, not, I've earned that rank in a certain kind of way. Not just because I support Aikido, teach Aikido, bring people up in Aikido. But because I have internalized and expressed Aikido in a very specific one-handed way that is not only a benefit for myself but benefit for others. And basically, I've been working on this, well, my whole life. I have one-handed Aikido, and there are a lot of techniques that are very specific to my body, my process, my center, all of that. I'll keep you all posted, my friends, and uh, I'll let you know. I got I, I to get to Aikido class and uh, got to get ready for those kind of things. I'm going to Nepal next week. I, my last week's podcast was about going to Nepal, Kathmandu, for a Buddhist retreat. Um, I was going to spend uh, seven, eight days on a, on a retreat with my teacher, Zochen Kempo Chogarimpoche, and that has since been canceled, and everything's been paid for. So guess what? I'm still going to I'm still going to Nepal as a solo traveler, and guess what? There's some great Aikido in Nepal. I'm going to be doing some vlogging there. I think I'm just going to start my vlog stuff with that, and um, my next podcast, which I think I'm going to be doing here in just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> this podcast, number 146, I recorded first. The next podcast I'm posting is 
podcast 145 because that's about going solo traveling to Nepal. And because I'm no longer going on a Buddhist retreat. So, so here I am again, solo international traveling with a Buddhist pilgrimage overtone. And I'm very, very excited. So I'll get back and record that podcast and get these listed up and try to catch up. So with all that, my friends, with all that, my friends, let me say this. Be brave, be bold, and be courageous. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets. <laughs>